Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Thanksgiving Day. I hope everybody is having a great Thanksgiving with friends, family, or whatever you're doing. It's a nice day just to reflect, to be together, to be thankful for wherever we are and whatever we have. And it's really a very special time when we consider the origins of where Thanksgiving really came from, which is the pilgrims and the covenant that they made that ultimately got them through that period of an unbelievable sacrifice in that time. So before we begin, let me just give you a quick announcement here from Mike Lindell and my pillow. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Like, no kidding, they're like the best sheets ever. I'm not kidding. Uh, that's mypillow.com forward slash bards, promo code bards to get these great savings. It is a great time to buy Christmas gifts and to avoid the insanity that's about ready to kick in tomorrow on Plague Friday. I'm sorry, Black Friday. <laughs> so if you're going out tomorrow, put on body armor, be armed, carry a baseball bat, get in, get out, clear the clear the objective and get home and eat some more day day old turkey. I'm telling you. It's dangerous out there with these people. I'm telling you, this is shopping for insanity. Hey, here's a great little piece just to listen to. I'd like this perspective. Take a listen. God, they hurt me. And it just feels like they're getting away with everything. They're taking this and they're taking that. And it just seems like they're, they're blessed. And I don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening. Romans 12, verse 19. Dear friends, never avenge yourself, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, and I will repay, says the Lord. And he will. That is his role. The biggest difficulty we have too often is just forgiveness. This is a time right now to have forgiving hearts, to speak truth, to find truly the power of forgiveness and love as the ultimate power of kingdom in this world. And as we do that, we empower the mightiness of God and his justice. That is really the walk that we have to take. It's not an easy one. He will guide our hand as need be for justice, and he will guide this world towards justice as we forgive in our hearts and extend the hand of love. No weapon forged against you will will prevail, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, for this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. We are in just such an amazing time 
as we start to see literally the kingdom of Babylon that we've been living under with false ideals and worships and idols really starting to shake and collapse. And I'm sure that many of you are, as you're with family this day, and maybe even some listening to this show, um, which would create some interesting dinnertime conversation nonetheless. But point being that this is a time really to be truthful with one another, not to, to use excuses and the sort of manipulation that the system has done so well to divide us, but instead to come together and to listen, to listen to the truths, to listen to what's in our parts, and to be willing to hear what the other is saying. Not an easy time. And the biggest part about the challenge of this time is also that we have to be truthful with ourselves. There's nothing more predictable than listening to the government, which we have, this treasonous organization that bridges both parties as they try to once again fan the flames of fear with the flu and the coming virus and more masking. I'm starting to see masks crop up in our small town again, and I'm shaking my head because this is just, again, this programming of fear. And we know first and foremost in Scripture, God tells us over at least 360 times, some versions 365 times, fear not. Fear is one of the greatest corruptors in our hearts. It's one of the greatest corruptors that we have within our lives. It separates us from each other. It separates us from God. It creates distrust. And ultimately, when we have those things, we have no foundation to be unified together. And with this, we're all carrying some pretty heavy burdens, all of us. On one side, we have the the acceptance from one group of people that everything that was done is right, that the election was perhaps correct, that the injections were necessary, that the cost of the few is, is far exceeds the benefit of the many. But those few are now mounting. And that's the hard reality of that myth that they live under. If you do a search right now and you look at the number of articles related to died suddenly, or some version of that, you're going to find over a billion articles listed on Google right now. This is not a small issue. People are dropping dead everywhere, and it's direct cause, and it's in the headlines every day if people are willing to look. The people are dying from the consequences of a corporatocracy that has gone awry and has decided that it's time to narrow and purify the herd, so to speak. We're the herd. And that's because we allowed that to be. And it can't be like that anymore. We have to walk truly with kingdom authority. And that means that we begin by approaching our fellow, our neighbor, as, as we've been told, to love thy neighbor, to love them with honesty and truth. And with that, to lead truly and let the power of God bring us together, heal their wounds, and restore this nation with, as one nation under God. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour on Thanksgiving Day. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today from all parts of the country and the world in a very unique and very special day, a day that we're reminded that on this day and what it's, we're celebrating is the covenant that was created to preserve and to move forward with a new vision of a world It's established by the pilgrims to create a, a land that was truly under your law, God's law. We're also reminded of the stories of the, of the peace that was bridged with the Native Americans at that time, a peace that lasted 50 years 
until it was disrupted by those hands-to-be that decided to create blood rifts that would ho- they had hoped would last a generation or, or infinitely beyond generations. Father, we begin our prayer today just by praying for healing and the healing of blood rifts, the release of anger and the acceptance of a forgiving heart. And we're going to begin that with the bridging of First Nations and Last Nations. There's been a great deal of suffering in this land, and with it there's been a great deal of tribalism and of nationalism that exists even within our borders. We have the nations of the, of the Native Americans under, a, under an umbrella of one nation under God as we have a nations of other people, which we would refer to commonly as more of the Americans, and the divisions even within that that are uncalculable. This is a time now that we pray for the dropping of those divisions and dropping of that hatred and dropping of those barriers to come together and start to realize that at the core, we truly have something amazing in us. We have a heart that truly seeks truth and loving, and even those that scream out with hate, unfortunately, so many of those are in pain trying to find their way through this and not knowing the true relationship with you, Father. So on this day, we pray for healing, but we also pray for repentance. The repentance of honesty before the cross, the repentance of the hearts before the cross. To own ourselves, to own our anger, to own our hatred, to own our vengeance, to own our anxieties, to own our fears, and to place them before the cross, to ask for forgiveness, to seek the healing of those wounds with the blood of Jesus, and hence the sealing of the armor. It allows the darkness to creep in. Father, here we are today in our different forms, some sitting alone, some sitting with families, many mixed with beliefs, and unfortunately we have the legacy of division that has divided us so deeply based on worships that should never have happened. Trust and worships in government rather than you. Trust and worships in science that was undefined and treated like a religion and an obligation and a duty rather than a cognitive process to expand our minds and develop. An obedience to dictatorial rules, blindly following off cliffs and leaving families ravaged, friendships broken, and people left in despair and hurt deeply. This is where you know you have put upon your children to walk a higher and greater path, to take the narrow path, the one that is of most difficulty for us to do. And that's to embrace a heart of forgiveness. And as we embrace this heart of forgiveness, we also have to embrace truth, which is to speak our truths, to hold that line in our truths, but to do so with the understanding that we will meet people where they are, not expect them to be where we are. That's not a statement of arrogance, but rather a statement of working together to bring as many home as possible to have an understanding that we are not physical beings, but rather spiritual beings first in a physical world. And that as we start to embrace those greater truths and start to face each other for what we truly are, we have to get to the core of what the anger, the hatred, the division really is. Who created it? Who led them astray? Whose words have caused such hurt and such pain? This is all scriptural, almost to the letter, is a time that we now face a need to heal. For these truths haven't even percolated to the full scope of what they are, and yet they're the glimmers of what's underneath 
this evil that we live in are starting to show. And they will rock this nation. And we will need family. We will need unity. We will need strength. And we will need compassion to get through this. We will need the ability to forgive in order to move forward. True evil isn't lurking at our dinner tables. True evil lurks in the, in the towers that pull the strings of the people. And it's necessary in this time to speak those truths and for each person to begin taking the accountability for where we are. This isn't brokering of deals. This is being honest to you as we sit before you. And so we pray for that healing and we pray for the unity that can build from this day forward to build a greater strength in the power of kingdom in this land. Father, some of these barriers are not going to be possible to cross. There'll be too much emotion and too much hatred, too much wounding. And so again, we pray for the blood of Jesus to help heal that, to truly help mend those wounds and to help mend those differences, to let go of the pain, not to let go of the justice, but to turn that justice over to you, Father, to allow for us to walk in this world with eyes that you have given us to see in a broader sense of how you see this world and how you see your children and how you see this people. Father, there is such a thing as evil, as we well know, but we have to be very clear in our heart as you've shown us in order for us to see that evil clearly for what it is. And so again, we pray for a forgiving heart. The power of forgiveness and the power of love in this world is so misunderstood that to do so, we are allowed to get closer to you. We are allowed the power of kingdom to flow through us. And so it's there as well, Father, that we pray for the understanding, the appreciation, the ability to walk within that space of you, the supernatural God, not just the physical, and the living, breathing God, to develop a relationship with you that is so intimate and so powerful that it's undeniable in our life and for those around us, to truly let the light of joy and love and forgiveness shine through, to let others experience that power just by virtue of being near us, of our faith and what you've given us as children walking in this land. So on this day, we pray for families, we pray for unity, we pray for strength, for those that are not with other friends or family today that feel alone. Let them feel the joy and the glory of Jesus in them. Understand that nobody is alone in this time. And let this fellowship that we've built here continue to expand and grow in its many amazing ways to bring us closer to you and to each other. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Patriots, I'm going to give you a really amazing update. Um, about 48 hours ago, it was probably more like 38 hours ago, but it was 48 hours ago that Jennifer, the Lanier family reached out to me and in about 38 hours ago, we launched, she launched her GoFundMe site with a minimum goal of $9,000 to raise and an upper goal of 11,000 of what they needed to get them through this winter now exploring after a year of setting up a homestead on raw land in Arkansas. As you know the story, they had two young girls, and they have a third one on the way, which was a bit unexpected, but they are very excited about that. And they started their, their homesteading on a 240-square-foot home that they had built together and now are expanding that home with what they can make off the land with using cob and cordwood construction. Cost of materials and a variety of things got away from them 
and uh, as happened with a lot of people. And so she turned to Bards Nation with an email to me just asking if there could be at least prayers to help them through this winter. Well, Patriots, as of just a bit ago, that number of an $11,000 fundraising goal in 38 hours has become $15,181 that has been donated to the Lanier family. This is something really to own and be very proud of on this day. This is truly an understanding and appreciation for what we do together and how we overcome things together. And so it's really an amazing story of success and it's an amazing story of a journey of a, of a family now that's been able to continue that walk towards self-sufficiency and be empowered with the blessings of this nation. So I want to read this note from Jenny. We will definitely reach out to you when I go into labor, and I'm just so grateful for all the amazing comments and prayers from Bards Nation. I was crying as I read them. Everyone is so encouraging, and I feel so lifted up right now as I'm preparing for my perfect, supernatural, pain-free birth. Did you know birth can be a wonderful experience if you don't allow fear in? It's another trick by Hollywood and the medical establishment that it's not. I imagine it will be at least another week. My due date is November 28th, but I likely may go over that by a few days or a week. It's all on God's timing. I have completely given this birth over to him. Thank you for your support of our family. May you have a blessed Thanksgiving, Jenny. Nicely done. And a beautiful thing that we have all done together. Thank you all. It's really, really amazing. This is quite an, an amazing time, truly. And it's, it's one that as we continue to reflect on all that we have and all that we continue to, to do, we're, we're finding ourselves in this continued walk that challenges us to grow. There's no question about it. This is one of those days that as we are challenged with, the, with the, what's before us, we're finding that Father's working within us to grow. There is a, there is a, an, an existing place here where many just are grinding on the need to create justice in their own hand. And that is something that you're going to run into a lot. You're going to see it a lot, especially as the words of forgiveness and love are put forward because it's the weaker hearts that reject it because they don't seek the true power of the glory of the Lord to work the power of his justice through us as is required by the simple contract that we've made with the acceptance of Christ with a forgiving heart. And so continue to pursue that. It's not an easy walk and it's not one that will any of us will find easy. Let me read this to you. I thought this was pretty fantastic. This was sent to me by one of our dads yesterday. It's just uh, something they'd come across they wanted me to share. One night, a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonged to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand he noticed that many times along the path of his life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, 
There is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why I needed you most. Why, when I needed you most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, My precious, precious child, I love you and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. I think those are words that should ring home to just about everyone in the truth of what they represent and say. We have to understand just how mighty and powerful the Lord is in our lives and what he brings. And it's there that when we turn our lives over to him, he carries us through in the most difficult and challenging times. So one last thing here as we close. This is a piece I came across today. And it says, sometimes I don't communicate very well, but I found that everybody can understand love. And I also discovered that if we don't find love here, why should we expect it anywhere else? I thought that that love was some grandiose, magnificent spiritual experience, and it can be, but this was how I defined it. Then I discovered that love is right beside me all the time, sometimes so close, so common that I don't recognize it. Don't make that mistake, giving thanks. So patriots on that, I wish you all a very, very blessed day, blessed Thanksgiving, and a blessed time with family. May we walk all with God and keep the power of love in our heart and build the forgiveness and the bridges before us as put there. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Tonight we have a two-part special as, la- as with last night. It's Pastor Brad Cummings. Part one and part two would be will be in the in when the normal times, six for part one and 9 p.m. Pacific for part two. I look forward to seeing you there. Have a very blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight. For Bards FM, until then, or until the next time, God bless, happy Thanksgiving, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. 
and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 